something's happening to me. When I lose control, bad things happen. But it feels good. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Fansplainers. I'm Ian Boothby. And I'm David Dedrick. And you may also be hearing a cat that is objecting to the fact that uh, I'm not feeding it, even though I fed it about two hours ago, <laughs> and you're lying saying that I'm not... All right, okay, there we go. But if you hear a cat, it's a liar. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to be talking today about, I know, a superhero film. Oh, boy. Yeah, this wasn't, this wasn't what we planned when... We decided to do this podcast. Uh, we, we just went, listen, we do normally Sneaky Dragon, uh, which, you know, you can listen to some of those if you feel like it. Uh, but we don't like spoiling movies on there because, you know, people want to listen for many reasons and maybe don't want to get a movie spoiled. But here you know that you're going to get a movie spoiled. We're going to yep. go through it, do a little bit of a deep dive. Yep. And so that's fine. And we thought we're going to do a wide variety of movies. That's right. And then every movie that has come out has been, and I am a huge comic book nerd yeah uh comic book films for the most part yeah we've we've you know we did uh we did us um we did book smart we did book smart uh which was about nerds <laughs> you know i guess nerds and uh us is kind of you know you could almost say us is like a horror comic uh you know you can see that that would be an uh an issue of house of mystery or something like that this you know if you, if you feel like it uh but uh we're, we're smack dab into a, a, a proper comic book movie this time and it is uh, uh dark phoenix is it the is the full name X Men Dark Phoenix or is it just Dark Phoenix? I think it's just Dark Phoenix. I think I it's remember. Dark Phoenix, and then they do that thing that they do with Legion as well, where they put a circle around the X and you go, Nah, uh, yeah. X Men, huh? Get it? But they don't put the uh, name X Men on there. So uh, I am, you know what? I should have beforehand looked up how many X Men movies there have been. But there have been infinite X Men movies up <laughs> to this point. There's been a lot of them. You're right, and I have not seen all of them, but I've seen. Oh, you have I've not seen really? most of them. Okay. Well, that's about the right amount to see, probably. I think so. There's no reason for me to see all of them. Okay. Um, so, unless that would add to my ex- expertise in the show, it, does I, have I detracted from my expert status as as a? Are you saying expert with an X that's in a circle? Yes, exactly. You're an expert man. I'm an X man pert. Sure. Okay, that's fine. And you use pert plus in your hair, and you know what? Uh, you know, it costs less, it and looks, it still looks great. Sure, looks same. You know, it's full yeah. and uh, rich. Now, this film, uh, not that box office means everything, but it performed underperformed every X Men movie so far. Okay. You know, uh, people just went eh. <laughs> and uh, did not want want to see it. Um, I think oh. the commercial. I think the trailers and commercials should have concentrated on the group more than just on Phoenix, the Dark Phoenix. Well, that's the title. I know it's a title, but but you know, like when they did Apocalypse, like the trailer didn't just feature Apocalypse. I know that's the name of the movie. He's the villain, yeah. But he's the villain. So, but you can also show the team and and some interaction. So you get a sense of oh, it's not just about this person I don't know. It also has. These other characters that I don't know. <laughs> so let's go general first, and then we can go uh, specific. Okay. What did you generally feel about uh, about this film? Well, I don't know if I walked in with the lowest expectations I've ever had okay. in my life, because I sure. know that we had talked a little bit about it, and you, you had expressed some uh, reservations. And I went in and actually enjoyed it. 
I thought it was uh, much better. I thought it was much better than Apocalypse. Yes, which I'll I, say I, it was much better than X Men Apocalypse. I absolutely. did not enjoy that that film at all, and I think, and I think, um, and I like the fact that this movie was the singular vision of a, a writer and director who wrote the film and then directed it. Okay, and I kind of like that idea of someone who just has his own ideas and then he's just going to make a movie of it. I, and which is kind of rare in, in superhero movies because it is such a, I mean, I'm sure there's still a committee of people behind him, right? you know, with, with, with uh, recommendations or with, you know, things that he needs to have in his movie in order to continue the franchise, et cetera. But overall, I kind of, uh, I, I kind of like this film and I, I, I did like that it went off of the, the Phoenix story from the comics. It doesn't really follow that too accurately. I don't think as I know it anyway, I don't think that the X-Men move the, the first group of X-Men films followed that very accurately either, though. Did it or did it? I can't remember. Now. Well, we can go through it, but uh, no, uh, it's uh, in the in the in the. It starts off very much like the comic where uh, uh, Gene has to absorb a bunch of energy and then okay. gets overpowered and then becomes. Uh, it looks like oh she's in trouble. Nope, she's the Phoenix. Yeah, she gets a lot of power and then the power corrupts her. And in the comics, spoilers for the comics, uh, she ends up uh, killing herself. Mm. Uh, because she knows she's out of control. Okay. She, okay. she ends up like uh, devouring a world uh, full of um, uh, people that look like asparagus. Oh, really? Yeah. So kind of An like... An innocent world full of okay. people that look like asparagus. And the villains in this kind... are named after the world that she Yeah, destroyed. I was going to say, because they do look like asparagus in the movie as well. <laughs> Although you see the, only see them in the dark. You don't really see them before they transform into people or... Yeah, take over them, take right. over people or whatever they do. Guess kill people and then become them. Sure. Um, and now, are you familiar, sorry, with a little bit of the backstory of what they were originally supposed to be? The asparagus people? Yes. In the movie or in the in, comic? Uh, in, not in the comic, no. Uh, the comic was what the comic was. Okay. But uh, the the ending of this movie had to be radically changed. Oh, is that right? Yes, because they originally were going to uh, make them the Skrulls. Oh. Which is why they're shape-shifting aliens. I see. And then Captain Marvel used the scrolls, and it had kind of a similar ending as well. So they had to then redo the ending, and they kind of got undercut by the other Marvel movie and ah, had to change that's everything. Too bad. Yeah. Although I, I, I kind of, I like the ending of this film. Like, did they didn't have the train chase at the end of the film? I really don't know. I, I all really... I know is that they were going to do. Uh, mm. they were going to do a very similar ending to Captain Marvel. And again, yeah. the, we have shape-shifting aliens in both. Yeah, though, I, though I, if you want a shape-shifting sorry. alien in the Marvel Universe and you're not using Skrulls, the Dire Raids, also very good, uh, from ROM Comics. Good. They're, uh, they're pretty, pretty uh, good. You okay. got two kinds. You got, uh, the guys who are science-based shape-shifters. Okay. And then you got the female Dire Raids and they're all, uh, magic-based. Okay. And they're, uh, they're a little creepier because they got a little tube that they'll stick in your head and they'll drain you. And then you turn to ash and then they, uh, look like you and, uh, oh. take you over. Yeah. Take over your life. That would have been good. Yep. Huh. Um, yeah, actually, I thought this film was better than Captain Marvel as well. Okay. Well, we're going <laughs> to really disagree. disagree about that. I know you're going to disagree with me. Yeah. But in terms of like as a story, I thought it just it uh, made more sense than the Captain Marvel story. Okay. Fair enough. If you want to know what uh, we think about Captain Marvel, we did a full episode of this show talking about Captain Marvel. So mm-hmm. if you haven't listened to that, yeah. go for it. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I didn't I think, think there... I didn't think uh, Captain Marvel completely delivered, but I thought it delivered much more than this film. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there's problems with the movie, but overall, I thought it was uh, uh, more fun. Okay, uh, Captain Marvel. And again, I'm very happy to anyone who had fun with the movie and who enjoyed it. <laughs> sure. That's great. And I do agree with you that it is better than Age of Apocalypse. Here are all the X-Men movies, by the way. Okay. Uh, this is the 12th. 
Um, uh, there's X-Men, X2, X-Men The Last Stand. Yeah. <laughs> it sure wasn't, though, was it? No. Uh, X-Men Origins, uh, Wolverine, X-Men First Class, The Wolverine, X-Men Days of Future Past, Deadpool. They're counting Deadpool. Fair enough. Okay. It's got X-Men in it. Sure. X-Men Apocalypse, Logan, Deadpool 2, and now we're uh, on Dark Phoenix. Oh, I guess I've... S- I guess I have seen all the movies except for or that Wolverine Origins one. It's the only one I haven't seen. Okay, yeah, you're all right. That's fine. But I've seen quite a few of those movies. Yeah, that's a that's a bit of a rough ride. Uh, there's a there's a video game that came out around the same time that was much much better than the <laughs> than the film. Again, Hugh Jackman's very charming. Yeah, uh, I think this is one of the problems with the with with these films is uh, X Men movies for the most part. Hugh Jackman is your guy, and yeah. when you have a movie that doesn't have Hugh Jackman, who's your Hugh Jackman? And too often they don't have a Hugh Jackman, so yeah, it's they, you don't have your yeah. charming character that mm-hmm. is your entry point into the yeah. films. Yeah, um, you know, I thought I thought X Men First Class did a nice job. It was uh, I liked seeing them in the sixties. It was a fun it was a fun space for them to be in. There was a lot of stuff you could do. Okay. Uh, there still were some big flaws in there. Uh, <laughs> Killing Darwin, the character who was like he can absorb anything and change into anything. Thing. How about this? Oh yeah, not that. Well, now he's dead. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's too bad. <laughs> Seems like he sh- should have. What did I not understand it? Um, my general feeling of the film was sure. Uh, why are you doing this film? Like, why are we doing Dark Phoenix? Mm. You know? Uh, no, I I like, would say that's. Uh, I think at this point, I mean, I don't think it's wrong to do it. I just feel like yeah, it it's is. not earned yet. No, though. it's not. It's not that it's not earned. Yeah. It's it's just what are you doing? It's like. Uh, you know, X-Men The Last Stand was in 2006, so it's 13 years ago. Yeah. Um, it's all tied into the kind of the same world, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And we've seen it. We've seen Dark Phoenix. So we saw two films where she kind of hinted at being Dark Phoenix, and then she became a little bit more Dark Phoenix, then she was Dark Phoenix, and it was a terrible movie. Like, yeah. X-Men Last Stand was just a bad movie. So bad yeah. that the next couple of movies were about erasing that that movie existed. <laughs> it's so bad that we yeah. got to take it out. We got to yeah. forget it. We got to travel back in time and just completely forget that movie existed. And then when they they start off with like these new characters, ah, fresh start. Here we go. Let's see where they're going. Ah, we're going to Dark Phoenix. It. Why? <laughs> Why would you do this again? No one liked it the first time, and apparently no one wanted to see it the second time. Now my big problem with it thematically is, it's uh, it's the you know in the comic it was about. Uh, a, it's something to do with Marvel that they that they do, and they did it with Scarlet Witch as well. Where you have a female character in the sixties, and their powers in the sixties were always uh, be scared. Yeah. And then if they had to fight, they would raise a hand up, and little dots uh, like dashes <laughs> would come out. Yeah. And they would do something random, like uh, Scarlet Witch had a hex power that wasn't really clear, and Marvel Girl could read minds and could move things with her mind, and so she could stay from a distance and not have to punch anything. Yeah. It was all like being able to stand stand back while the men get in there and get scrappy. And then in the seventies, in both cases, they re- they went, oh, female empowerment. We're going to empower these women. Yeah. Literally. And then, uh, because they're weirdo dudes that don't know how to raise women, they go like, oh, she gets too powerful. Yeah. And we gotta, and she goes crazy and starts killing people because that's what happens when women have power. And now we gotta kill her. Mm. And it's like, they did it twice. And now the movie series basically feel like they were, they've done this twice. And it's like, why? What's that supposed to, in the metaphor, allegory, whatever of the X-Men, what is this supposed to mean? Like, cause the whole thing is don't hate and fear mutants, uh, who have powers. Don't hate and fear them. 
but you should yes you fear should. them you should if not hate them it's but already that's already blown out of the water like there's no why are you even talking about that because there's a magneto who is right <laughs> always but, but magneto's always a, a problem magneto's different because magneto has power yeah. and makes a choice and decides to do the bad shit sure, that magneto sure. does but i'm just saying Jean, but, no but gene gray yeah has power mm -hmm. and doesn't control her power and doesn't make any choices especially in x-men the last stand yeah she made no I don't, choices. Don't remember that film at all. I just okay. remember it being very that that whole part of the film felt very uh, like gave it they gave a very short shrift in the in the film. Well, here's the, here's here okay. The the way the way they went with it was you know uh, she gets powers and both in both cases she gets powers and they drive her kind of crazy and then uh, everyone around her has to decide whether to kill her or not mm. you know she can't control herself whereas Magneto could always control himself but the idea of mutants. Uh, will have too much power, won't be able to control themselves, and will just kill people randomly. Yeah. Well, then Charles Xavier is wrong. Then you should try to stop mutants. Then we should, uh, we should find out where they are because they could kill a bunch of random people. It's not their fault. It's not her fault that she gets these powers mm -hmm. in both fucking movies. Yeah. Uh, but she has to be put away or to have her powers taken away because she just mass murders people. So you've got to. So Charles Xavier's dream is fucking wrong. So that's a that's a big problem. Even when you get into the Logan movie, yeah. Charles Xavier himself, mm -hmm. his powers go out of control, and he starts hurting people and and you know killing people and could potentially do much more harm. So even himself, the guy who is the most uh, representative of his own dream himself, yeah. Yeah. wrong. His dream is wrong. <laughs> so the whole idea behind the X Men yeah. is wrong. Yeah, I and think... that's a that's a huge flaw in 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 the movie series as a whole. And to repeat it again, literally, with like you know the second Dark Phoenix movie and make the same mistakes twice, especially when it's the same damn writer yeah. both times. <laughs> like you think like he wrote the first one and went like ah, I made some mistakes. Clearly, I know what I'm doing this time. Yeah, we're gonna do it right this time. Here we go. Ugh, and we're back at it again. Hmm. I didn't uh, feel that way at all, but I feel like that the idea that the mutants are like, I mean, they're people, so they have the capacity to be both good and evil, good and evil. But it's not about being good and evil. It's about having something inside you that yeah. you can't, it's basically you were well, born in, with a bomb in your belly in this and you case, don't know when it's going to go off. In her case, I mean, the movie makes it clear that there is, yes, there are the alien forces that are controlling that have put the, the evil is in her, right? From these aliens. And they're the ones who are controlling it, right? It says that in the film that they're talking about how. I don't think we so. Are I making... think Phoenix was a force that was in the universe that she absorbs. In the comic, it gets weird because in the comic, what they do is, uh, it's not actually Jean Grey. Yeah. Uh, the, the, they pulled a Alan Moore swamp thing and, and, uh, the Phoenix just thought it was Jean Grey, but actually Jean, Jean Grey was at the bottom of the ocean. She was in a cocoon and they got her out later and it was fine. It was a way of going like, Hey, she didn't murder a bunch of people. We love her. She's great. <laughs> um, but in this case, yeah, it's an alien force that's acting on her. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she, she may be in control of herself, maybe to do a degree, but probably, but not. It's well, not she's, super but clear. She, yeah. She says in the film that she's acting against her own, her own will. Okay. Like, so, so yeah, so she's not entirely in control. I, I don't know. I don't, I, so what do you I think, think the it's film an interesting, says? what's, what's it saying then? I think it's an interest. Well, I mean, what, what is the metaphor you want X-Men to be? 
Like when you say it's going against the metaphor, what is your idea of what the metaphor of the X-Men is? Maybe I can ask you that. Well, I guess like I you know, the, one, the one in the, I think one of the best films was X-Men 2 where, you know, the mom says to the son, uh, have you tried not being a mutant? Which mm-hmm. means it's about being gay. It's about being different. This is how you were born mm-hmm. and we should accept you as being different and who you are. Yeah. And that's what it is about acceptance of the different. Sure. But gay people don't explode like an atomic bomb no. occasionally no. killing uh, tens of thousands no. so that's where that that's fun. so i would say like ex, you know what should what should happen is um you know what 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 i Xavier's problem before and maybe even in this case yeah. is like but in before she, he lied to Jean and everyone around and mm-hmm. his arrogance over I can control this I can handle this yeah. what he should have done is been honest with everyone around they could have found a way of like helping her and be truthful and be open sure. and the whole thing is like don't hide what you are but he does hide what she is and then hides it so much that it blows up both times and kills people so you know maybe that's you know the way they should like be able to help her is more truth more love more acceptance for sure you know and maybe you'll find out there's some mutants out there that can counter this or you know and we also by the way don't we have in the in the you know a a cure because i think they keep like bringing that up that there's like a cure floating around well give her a shot of the damn cure i didn't hear that in the film okay i I know they didn't but but like you know Hank was working on one and there was a whole movie that was mm. a whole thing and, and the whole controversy in that one was, no, you shouldn't take the cure because you should accept who you are, but not if you're going to blow up a city <laughs> and are murdering people and the other option is yeah. we're going to go and kill you. But, I mean, if they gave Jean the cure, then her powers wouldn't be able to control the power yeah. that she's got. This is the thing. It's an, alien, it's an alien situation. And, and that's in a, the film, let me yeah. just say one Please, more thing because you're talking ahead, about um, Charles, like. Charles Xavier. Like, Yes, he should have been more honest. And he admits that, like, the, the, when he's arguing with Beast, he won't, he stubbornly won't cop to the fact that he should have been more right. transparent with Jean. But at the end of the film, when she is remembering what he gave her, that's what helps her, that's what helps give her the power to overcome the, 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 the control, the control she's under from, right. this, from this thing. So, I mean. Can we just get a little bit into that scene? Sure. sure. Okay. Go ahead. So here's that scene. So it starts, uh, the film starts off with her uh, in a car yeah. with her parents. Yeah. And you're like, uh oh, I saw Shazam. This ain't <laughs> going to go well. No, that's what I thought too. Uh, you know, never have a kid in the back seat or yeah. everyone's going to go flippity flip in the car. Sure. Sure. So she can't control her power. And they're not wearing their seatbelts. And because she can't control her power, she kills her mom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how uh, are we supposed to accept that? It's like, well, that's fine. We should just accept her and it's fine. Like it's a, I know it's an accident Mm -hmm. or whatever, but this kind of shows, you know what? Maybe we should scan for this. Maybe we should test for this in case you've got a kid who's going to kill you in the car. Yeah. You know? Uh, all right. So, so her, she, she ends up, you know, I don't know if it's the hospital or whatever, but where she first meets Xavier and, uh, and she says to him, you know, uh, you know, how's their parent? How's my parents? And, uh, he tells, her that you know they're they're, they're dead and then almost he, he uh, says he he actually doesn't answer her no because you got like you're all gonna read each other's minds and shit okay fine but the, she finds out the deal of like by the yeah. way you just killed your parents then they really get jokey fast of like you're gonna come and live with me and i'm gonna take care of you and you know and and not as in a way of just like this kid just had the worst trauma you can get one 
your parents are both dead in the car accident that yeah. you were in. Yeah. Two, I think you kind of know you caused it or were some way responsible, even though, you know, Xavier's trying to be cool about it. Yeah. But then he gets kind of quippy. Like he's smiling and like, we're going to go. We're going to have a, I'm going to take you somewhere good and we're going to have a good time. And it's like, maybe now's not the time, Willy Wonka, to really like crank up like this is going to be fine. Yeah. You know, it's just like, help her. Like she's, the, the, you don't have that moment of like, your parents are dead. This is awful. This is the worst day of your life. And it's just like, well, let me show you where you're going to live now. How about this? Pretty good. Huh? It's big. It's a big castle. Like, fuck off. Like, take a second. Like, ground it in some sort of, like, reality, you creep. Like, it just, it really felt like him just swooping in, like, too too soon and not knowing how to, you know, talk to a person. It was just, like, especially a little girl who just has been through such a horrible trauma. And for people who don't know, that's Railroads Co- College from uh, on Vancouver Island here in British Columbia. Yep, there you go. If you kill your parents accidentally... That's where you get to go. That's where you go. That glor- that gorgeous building. Yeah. That has a computer-generated image of a tennis court opening in the backyard when a jet flies out. Oh, nice. It's very nice. Why they couldn't use a model for that, I don't know, but oh. apparently... Eh, models are out. Yeah, just cut to a scene from Thunderbirds. Yes, that'd be better. Yeah. Anyway, that was like weird tonally for me. And it's just one of those mm. things that I feel like... The other Marvel movies, the official Marvel movies, they do those kind of emotional beats well. They do a beat where like you're, you're, tra- you're traumatized by the death of a relative and they take a second mm-hmm. and they let it land and then it colors the character. Yep. And in this, it just felt like, well, your parents are dead. Listen. And it felt very comic booky as it's just like, or, well, shake it off and, uh, origin story is about to happen. Let's keep, <laughs> let's keep it moving. Or they, or they discuss your, your problems while beating you up. Sure, that's another thing too. Yeah. yeah. So uh <laughs> reference Captain Marvel. <laughs> sure. So here's here's the thing too. Now now we move into uh X-Men are being X-Men. And I actually I like this scene where they're rescuing the shuttle mm-hmm. because they're being superheroes. Yeah. And too often what the X-Men are doing is just dealing with one of their own that went bad yeah. or another mutant that went bad, and it's yeah. like they're not super. It's that's not being a superhero. That's just covering your own mess. <laughs> you know. Again, it's Xavier going. Don't judge anyone for being a mutant. Oh, here's Apocalypse. Ooh, he's killing a whole city. We should take care of that. But hey, don't be prejudiced against him, guys, because you know he's a person. Like, ugh, fuck off. So it's great actually seeing the rescue. <laughs> well, the rescue itself was fantastic. I, I think you can be prejudiced against murderers. Yeah, he's officially like he is acting of his own accord yeah like he's not insane and mm-hmm. killing people randomly he's actually wanting to yeah do whatever his freaking plot was i don't know i don't know what his motivation was i never know what the motivation of any of these guys long term is yeah magneto you're going to run the whole world what's your what's your plan you know okay fine so i like the rescue. maybe maybe uh maybe dark phoenix is a is a metaphor for being a teenager okay just one long exp- one long rage explosion at your parents well i mean x-men you know, uh, they all get their powers basically during puberty. So it's like your body's changing in ways you don't understand. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden you got blue fur. <laughs> too many of them are blue, by the I way. Know, way too many are blue. And Mystique and, and Beast are talking to each other. Like, why is, I guess, I guess when they used to color comics, they had like that limited color palette. Right. And so green and, and yellow were reserved for villains. That's correct. And yeah. so you had that blue and red were for your heroes. So mm-hmm. you really were limited in what you could, uh, what colors you could do. Yeah. Now, the nice thing is when you're up, you get to see, you know, uh, Nightcrawler's powers. And Nightcrawler has cool powers. He does. And Quicksilver has great powers. And by the way, 
I really felt like the sound effects were doing like his actual like pump sound when he was. Oh, okay. That, that was really good. It was I really good like, pumping. Yeah, it was, good. It was yeah. really good. I don't even know. Like, it's weird when you get up into space and you're like, uh, what can Storm do? I don't know. Nothing. There's no weather up there, but I guess she can do something. We got to have Storm she do form, something. She forms some ice crystals to, to uh, yeah. cover some holes. That's, on that's okay. I guess it's sure. fine. Iceman's not around, so. Yeah, we can we can have her do that. <laughs> they never really know what to do with Storm, frankly. You, I think you're right. Yeah, and I mean, Storm's such an she interesting did some good character. fighting in the, she did some good fighting in this in the train sequence. Yes, she did. That was uh that 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 was that was fine. So it's great to see them being superheroes. Yeah, that's I great. Agree. That was fun. Uh, and then you know uh. Here, here's I think there's also, a pro- I, there's a problem in this sequence. So okay, I want to hear you. I want to hear the problem. But I'm going to say sure. like uh, just in a, in a general, what are you thinking, you dopes? <laughs> like in the last couple of movies with these characters, yeah, the most fun scenes are always Quicksilver, uh, yes, exactly, with some music mm-hmm. and doing some stuff, they and didn't. it's fantastic. Yeah. And like in the first ten minutes of this movie, we break his legs and just go, well, he's out of the movie. You idiots! This is the guy we love. We yeah. love this guy. Or yeah. like he 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 gets his messed up later on, and he's fine. But like, yeah, he's just like they get him out of things way too early. It's like he's great. Mm-hmm. He's a great, interesting character. He's a, he's an egomaniac. He's a, he, yeah. he quips. Yeah, he he likes pop culture. He so belongs in the other Marvel movies, and uh, they don't know what to do with him. They don't know what to do with him, and so they always just like drop him and do nothing with him. Yeah. And, and here's another thing with that guy: the little bombshell he 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 left in the last movie of like, oh by the way, Magneto's my dad, and uh, I really got to break it to him at some point. <laughs> oh, and this is the last movie with this cast. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it is. It's the last movie uh, with this group. Oh, okay. Well, let's let's see what happens with that. Oh, you're not going to not going to bring up that he's your dad. I didn't even remember. Even that. though he's around all the time, hmm. you're not going to bring him up that you're his son. That's not going to be a thing. Yeah. We're not going to do that. We're not going to bring that up. We don't care about that. Oh, well, go fuck yourself, movie. I guess okay. I guess these movies are made for me, for people like me who don't remember any of these things and don't care very much, I guess. Well, then, yeah. I mean, I'm fine with not... <laughs> I saw it, it once. But then don't bring it up in the previous movies. Apo- it's like, this is a thing. Apocalypse was hard to watch once. So I'm not... I'm not I have no Fair plans enough. to watch it three times to get the They also mentioned, I think, in like the X-Men movie beforehand, too. They oh, okay. Just casually... My mom said she met a in guy... Da- in who, Days of Future Past? Uh, I guess That's right. So, yeah. They do mention it because... Yeah. But then they don't bring it up there either. They rescue uh, Magneto. Oh, rescue Magneto. They rescue Magneto from the um, wherever he's at, that yeah. special jail. And then it's not brought up then either. It just gets casually brought up and it's like, oh, well, they'll mention it maybe the next movie. And then they really nail it in the next movie. They're like, I should tell him. And then, no, okay. Well, how about this one? No. All right, fine. Anyway, benching, benching one of your best characters, dumb. That's dumb. And also who's got fun powers, yeah. dumb. You know, this is, this is, this is the problem is like they have these characters with really great powers, like a Nightcrawler, mm-hmm. and they don't know what to do with it. Like in X-Men first class, they have a villain with the same powers as Nightcrawler, and he just massacres dozens of people. And it's, it's like, holy. In Days of Future Past? Uh, not Days of Future Past, sorry, first class. There's a red, uh, demonic character who has the same powers as Nightcrawler. Oh. And he kills just like so many people, and he's, just really cool and uh-huh. you're like oh wow who's this guy and also by the way ah what's his connection with nightcrawler 
<laughs> None? We're not going to bring that up, oh. but he's got exactly the same powers, and he's got like a pointy tail, and he mm. looks just like Nightcrawler. We're not going to do anything with that? So, nope. Okay, fine. You don't care. I don't care. Why do we all care? Yeah. And yeah, they don't, they just don't do the cool things with the characters, you know? Uh, they just get caught up in all this minutia, and it's just like, <laughs> just let them go, even though you're right. The train sequence at the end does have some good stuff in it. But Well, I enjoyed... I guess I guess for me when I go to see a movie like this, what I what I want are, are action sequences. So yeah. I thought that the shuttle sequences was well done, except I, uh, Charles Xavier, whatever you want to call it, the Professor X, yeah. he is seems very complacent about the danger that they're in, and has seems to have no problem sending them into more danger, you know, yeah. and, and insists that Gene and I, and maybe the movie should make it clear that he is really trying to suck up to us, us human beings to try to impress us. And so the idea of them not leaving one astronaut behind is really, is a black mark on yeah. them. I mean, and that so works, I understand that. I understand yeah. that's his motivation, but they don't really make it clear in the film. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, basically. Uh, Mystique, you know, confronts him in a good yeah. way, yeah. saying like, I'm going to, you know, if there's trouble, I'm going to take my team back because mm-hmm. her loyalty is to the team. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's, no, you've got to rescue the one human. The one human is worth more then you know uh because this this is who we are and and yeah it feels like his dream is more important than the reality of the people he should be yeah, protecting yeah to the point where he covers up what's going on with gene mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh and uh, again that blows up in his face which is a which is a good story it's idea. A, yeah that's a good i think that's, that's a good yeah that's i have no problem point. with that do something with that i mean yeah I, i'm a they bit did to a degree i I'm, think to a little bit yeah there is a confrontation but like it could have been more to me. Yeah. And they, uh, I'm also a huge fan of the uh, Legion TV show. And in that, Charles Xavier is also a boob who, you know, <laughs> screws everything up as well. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not sure the, like, this is the first movie that feels like it's actually saying Charles Xavier is a bit of a boob. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, at least Mystique knows what's up. Yeah, she does. Uh, what did you think of her death in the film? Was that just Jennifer Lawrence saying adios or, uh? Mm. I mean, she's in half the movie. And, and here's the other problem with that. It's like, what's her power? Her powers are, are that she can turn into anybody and mm. duplicate anybody. That's true. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Well, well, when she do that, she doesn't. Oh, you're not going to do that, huh? <laughs> you're just going to have her turn into Jennifer Lawrence. Dudes, what the frig? Hey. Like, you've got to, if, if someone's power is to turn into a frog, yeah. they've got to turn into a fucking frog at yeah. some point. Yeah. You know, you've got to make that, make it interesting. Like, how does she use those powers to, to, to make things better? Like, yeah, do it's they sneak hard on to see. To, do they sneak onto something? Do they, yeah. what do they do? It's hard to see in the, in the story of the movie, like, where her powers would really have come in all that handy, besides her ability to fly a jet, I guess. That's all she does, mm-hmm. is fly a jet. Yeah. But I don't know what else she, because she, Pretending to be the president to make Charles well, happier. Here's, here's what you would. Here's what you would do. <laughs> Everything's great. You're doing a great job. When Phoenix Ms. later Professor on X. is is like, it's looking like she wants to kill her dad, mm-hmm. or she's angry at her dad. Yeah, Mystique could have like made made herself look like her dad as a mm. distraction. Yeah, just to, so that they could get her real dad out of the way. Yeah. So then she's protecting the dad by doing that. You could you could find a way of doing it. Yeah. But then what do you do then? Does Phoenix find out that that's what's happening. Sure, she'd read the she'd read her mind and go like, "That's not." That's and then, not so it's you. another betrayal. Eh, and now it's, it's a betrayal. Now it's, now it's Mystique betraying her, and they Fine. do have this. Then you've got a reason for 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 this. You know, you've got a yeah. reason for the the action. Like the the problem is, we watched in a previous X Men movie, uh, Jean gets powers, goes crazy, kills Charles Xavier. I'm not sure if she kills Magneto as well. I can't remember, but she I know for sure she kills Charles Xavier. She kills Cyclops. Mm. 
we know she kills people when she gets so so seeing her kill Mystique. Here's 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 a couple of problems. Does with, she sorry? Does she become Phoenix at the end of X Men Two? Uh, there's a there's a Phoenix bird that kind of shows under the water. Yeah, yeah. And then and then in the third one, yeah, she she comes back and she kills Cyclops and kills a bunch of people. The mm. the pro the big problem with with her killing Mystique is who cares? Like they don't have a relationship. Like there's nothing between the two of them. Like yeah. in well, that's what I meant about it. it's not earned. Like a lot not, of the emotion in the film. Yeah, who are you? There's a lot of assumed emotion. Like we're supposed to care about. Well, Jean Grey. I don't know who she is. No, of course you don't. I have no idea. Like I'm just. I don't even remember the actress. Yeah, in the, you in know the who Mystique is. Yeah, I know her character. She's been in more than one movie. Right, and but she's I feel got like, a personality, and she had a character arc. She is the Wolverine of this yeah. group. If there is a Wolverine, okay, you know, but a Wolverine that's gone from being on the villain yeah. side to yeah. the hero side. Like I, I don't, I don't object to the Dark Phoenix story. I just feel like it's, it's too early in. And well, you've told me this is the end of the the series with these actors, so it wouldn't have worked anyway. But it feels like if you're going to do a Dark Phoenix story, you need to a have her have some personality. Mm-hmm. We need to know her. We need to understand her relationship with Scott, with right? Spike, she, Cyclops. Just really, really quick. There's a scene at the beginning where she goes out to a party and she starts dancing and is kind of getting wild. And you're supposed to go, oh, things are going wrong because she's getting wild. Well, I don't know if she's a goody-goody. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who she is. Like, yeah. if you showed me that she's straight, like, if you showed me Cyclops, who I found, you know, the old Cyclops was a straight-laced guy. Yeah. And then he starts going crazy then and wilding out. And then I go, yeah, I'd say that you showed me there's a, something's going on. Yeah. But I have no idea any changes in her personality because I don't know who she is. Yeah. And you gotta, you're trying to make me care about her as like the central character in this movie. Yeah. Please continue, though. Just a question about that scene. Is that Dazzler who's doing yes. the? Oh, okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, I was gonna, the other kind of odd part of that movie is because they're in that they're parting in the woods, and it feels like the camera just kind of pans over to a mansion that's right beside the woods, <laughs> and then the aliens attack that mansion. Didn't it feel that way? Yeah. Like it just feel like. And meanwhile, this yeah, group we just across gotta, the street, <laughs> we gotta we gotta do this. I think one of the big. I mean, least the aliens could have said. This is the best location because we're right. close to the our our quarry or whatever. You know. Sure. Here's the big. Here's sense, the flaw but. that this movie has that the DC movies have as well, is they assume that you think, hey, listen, superhero movies are all about these goody goodies. What we're gonna do? Listen, check this shit out. We're gonna make this shit dark. And you want to say to yeah, them, yeah. "You never made it light." Yeah, this is it's, not new. This is not. Yeah, well, you haven't. You haven't done the. You can't do the 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 heel turn yeah. from the goody goody when you haven't done the goody goody. Mm-hmm. Like they try to do a little bit when they're superheroes, but they haven't really been superheroes no. before. No. So going like, ah, oh, here we go. Now we're darkening it up. Well, when Superman and Batman are fighting, it's not that big a deal to me to see them fighting if I don't know I've never met Batman before. Yeah. Is he yeah. is he always shooting guns and killing people? <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know. You can't do the twist without the setup and they never had any of the setup to the gag. And yeah. that's the big problem. It's like, well, she's really changing her behavior. I don't know what her behavior is. Oh, well, now the hero has become the villain. She wasn't a fucking hero. I've never seen her be a hero really before. She's just like someone who's in circumstance is fighting against someone that she, I guess, has to. Yeah. You know? I mean, the person with an arc was Mystique who, you know, didn't believe in things and then be, b- believed in Xavier's dream and, and then ended up leading the X-Men and whoa, that's a really great arc. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, she was wrong though. She shouldn't have. Now she's dead. Hey, dum dum. <laughs> you shouldn't have believed this. Wrong. Well, and now you're dead. I mean, <sighs> which is fine if you, again, earn it. But, you know, I th- what does that get you? My feeling with the mutants is that 
they can't all be goody goody. No. And they can't all be evil evil. Sure. They the like humans are a mix of both. Whether you're a mutant human or you're a a, a non mutant human, however you. I'm going to reference these Homo things. sapien or homo superior, yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's helping our cause. Uh, we just we like to call ourselves homo superior. Don't be offended by this. Yeah. Don't be offended. Why are you getting so uppity? Why yeah, is everyone, we, man. Why are you getting your, your shirt in a twist? We just said homo superior. We're just referencing the fact that we're better than you, but we're equal and the same, but only better. Um, You jerks. That's right. They're mutant power of arrogance. The... But I feel like, I, like, I don't mind these movies. I, like, like, I didn't mind, um, Logan exploring, like, the, like, what is real? Like, the dangers of these powerful people, like, losing their minds, like, getting old and, and, and sure. firm and, and, and losing control of themselves. That, that's an interesting story. That's an interesting thing to think about with these characters. And I didn't mind this movie exploring the idea of, of, you know, becoming, uh, powerful and under the control of something that you, that, it, you're fighting against and it's divided you into two things and like i don't mind that it's just that i just but because you have this sort of disconnect from the characters and especially like i went with my wife lisa and you know we left the theater and i said well what did you think of it and i just i, I just said said does anybody want to come to see dark phoenix with me <laughs> she's like well i'll go and i was like i didn't say it but i was thinking to myself well she's only gonna sort of enjoy this movie because she has yeah. no idea who any of these people are and that's right. what, when we left she said she said i really wish that they would Assume some people in the audience don't know who these characters are and give you who these characters are and give you some sense of what's yeah. the relationships and what's happening. And, and I said, well, I said, even if you know, it would be helpful to have a sense of their relationships because this movie has all these assumptions because what they're thinking of is that you know the comics. And so you know these characters right. because, and to be honest, I don't know the comics. So I'm just watching these movies the same way any. Like, but if you were to watch Avengers Infinity War, yeah. they, you know, that has so many characters in, mm -hmm. in it. But as, as they show you all these different characters, you really get the idea of like who they are. And everyone's got a moment explaining who they are. Yeah. So when they all come together exactly. at the end, it makes sense. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, show me a little something mm -hmm. off the top of like, what do Scott and Jean do? Yeah. Oh, she's busy studying and he wants to go out and do something. And she's, no, I'm going to study. And oh, she's, she's a bit uptight and she cares about her grades. And yeah. This kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. I understand. So like when you do a twist later, it all makes sense. What's Hank's deal? Like Hank's a guy who, you know, I don't know when this takes place in the 90s. You know, Hank looked like this in the 60s. So like he's 30 years older. <laughs> that, like when's he going to be Kelsey Grammer? I don't know. But like, uh, you know, answer never. Yeah. It's, it's a problem when you keep, you know, Quicksilver is like 30 years older than he was back then as well. It's like, well, you know, he's, well, he can keep himself from aging because of uh, the whole sure. theory of relativity thing. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Faster than late speed. Fair, sure. fair, fair enough. I mean, <sighs> Yeah, it's like there's no there's no setup for the punchlines, mm -hmm. and then you go like, okay, so what's your yeah, theme? like this to go back to Quicksilver, sure. like they did have a little bit of a Quicksilver moment in the shuttle sequence, but not the glorious scene that was in Days of Future Past, mm -hmm. where he runs to time in the bottle, and that's a fantastic scene. It's less impressive because he's to me. a superhero in there. He's doing yeah. superhero shit, and that's and he's making it. Look, but it's also fun. That's the thing. That's it's also the, that's the other big flaw that the DC movies have that these movies have is yeah. they make being uh like powers look like a pain in the ass yeah. except when quicksilver's having a great time <laughs> with his powers yeah you gotta do that you gotta make it look kind of fun exactly and so spider-man has fun when he's going through this and so in this film when when he goes when he tries to get to gene and she can see him and he's surprised 
then it would be a real payoff because you would have seen him like the master of of speed yeah. earlier doing all this great stuff rather than you know assuming like someone like my wife who's never seen apocalypse or days of future past or whatever these i can't don't know what order they're in but days of future past then apocalypse was there one in between them uh i think that's just it right uh, here we go uh days of future past deadpool then x-men apocalypse which yes. was which was the movie where they stupidly trusted magneto <laughs> um so yeah for her when she's watching she doesn't she didn't see that they the time in a bottle sequence from days of future past I and I wouldn't even try and get her to watch Apocalypse in a million years because no. even I wasn't enjoying that one. So, so she, you know, for her that scene makes no like it doesn't have any payoff for her mm-hmm. because there's been no sense of she like seeing the sweet dreams. Wow, yeah, he can! Wow, he can do it! Like this is amazing. And then, and then when it when it fails because Jean has become so powerful that even his speed is nothing to her, then you're like, wow, she really is. Yeah, what you need in that scene, even though it's a difficult thing to do, is you need to just start playing some damn music when he's about to do something. Yeah, and then she stops him, and the music just stops. Yeah, you know, and then and you're like, oh, here comes the sequence, and now we're done. Yeah, Yeah. and the other problem is when you got a fast guy Mm -hmm. running, and then the person can see them. Well, we did just have Justice League, and I admittedly I didn't stay for the whole movie, but I did stay to see that scene where okay. Flash is running, and then Superman just turns his head and can see him. Yeah, and it's like, oh, oh, and it's like, yeah, we've seen this before. Yeah. Later on, when when Gene is like dissolving people and turning them to ash, it's like, well, dude, we just saw everyone get Thanos, you know, over in the other movie, so you can't yeah. just have people turn to ash anymore. You got to do something, maybe burst into flame because you're the <laughs> Phoenix. I didn't, I didn't or, mind that. But it's the same thing. That's the problem. It's like we just... Hey, at least they didn't have a lake going into the sky. Let's give them that. No, nah, you're right. They didn't. <laughs> let's, give, let's give them that at least. Okay. That's a fair point. Finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean, these movies are all being done around the same time as each other. So I just... I'm, I, I'm, I assume there's some some elements of no one, no one quite knowing what the other people are doing. And the overall... You're going to have duplication? Yeah. And I mean, maybe it's up to the overall... like the you know, executive command, the command central, Kevin, Kevin, uh, Feige and those people to like maybe write notes and say, listen, everyone, we have, we have people turning to ash. That's your plan. Maybe do something different. Yeah. These movies are coming out after the big ash movies. So, but yeah, when you, th- we, we but have those like- were a little different. Like the, in the, in the Thanos one, it's like you are disappearing. Like it's like you're just, sure. you're kind of reduced to your elements and then you just sort of drift away. Okay. Whereas in this film, it's kind of like you, it's kind of like she melts you from top down and you just kind of like turn to cinders and, and just kind of, yeah, it's almost like, it's almost like, in fact, we didn't really see her do it to people. So it, it feels yeah, like we it's. Did. She, she, she killed some people. But not with that, that technique. Well, how, who, who did she dissolve? The aliens. Oh, just aliens. Okay. Cause right. the aliens are disguised as people. Right? All right. So, fair enough. So they already have like a kind of plant like element to themselves. So when they're, okay. when it happened, look more like trees being kind of like burned. And, and All right. Fair enough. I, you know, I, you're right. It is similar, but. I've, you know, I'm not going to object to movies because they have people shooting lasers. Now, what is her? Okay, when you the one of the big problems with X Men: The Last Stand was it was all through Wolverine's eyes. You had a, you had Jean going through something, but yeah. we never really 
saw it through Jean's eyes and what she was going through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, uh, Wolverine was kind of figuring it out. And then it was like, Wolverine, what are you going to do? And then Wolverine has to kill her. And it's all about Wolverine and then Wolverine dealing with it later. Yeah. So it wasn't a Jean movie. So this is the movie that should be the, what's Jean going through? Yeah. And I, I don't know. I don't know what she's fighting. I don't know what she's, you know, she's well, upset she, about she people lying what, to her. Yeah, and she doesn't know what she's going through. Yeah. Her dad being alive. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's 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 see that play out. And her dad rejecting her, and that's hard. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Um. And then she goes to Magneto because she's looking for she's looking for a friendly ear. Well, I like what she was saying was like you know you stopped killing people. Yeah. How did you do that? That's right. Which is a very interesting question. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you were you were a mass murderer. You stopped. You changed who you are, and now you're running a farm. Yeah. How can I? Because she wants to change. Yeah. How do I change? And they don't really, you know, he gives like really kind of a, a ch- yeah, glib I, answer, and uh, we're not dealing with that. Yeah. I, I mean, and once again, we know that there is friction between those two groups. Mm-hmm. So when we're watching the film, we're like, but in the film world, like in the film itself, it doesn't make sense because he doesn't say to her, you know, he doesn't mention the fact that they don't like each other. That they are at odds with each other f- philosophically, mm. you know, like what he believes and what Charles believes are two different things. And but the he really, come but he loves him, Charles. He does love Charles, but they have different uh, ideas of how to help mutant kind, as they call right. it in the films. And he has his ideas, and and Charles has his ideas, and maybe both of them are wrong. Perhaps a synthesis of both ideas, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that is maybe, really where it should have come. Maybe come that's down to. Maybe, maybe that's where they should have one. Except of these it's synthesis. tough because the guy has killed a lot of people. Just like, and mm-hmm. do you just forgive all that, or well, I mean, you know, he has been forgiven. Apparently, he's living on a farm and not hurt and not and not in jail. Well, it almost not, feels like that's a that's you know when you've got someone who's the leader of a country who has like killed a bunch of people, and you're yeah. like, well, you just stay over there, okay, and mind okay. your own business. So sure, this is his. We're uh, gonna be. He has a Swiss bank account, and he's living. Yeah, in, whatever that is, yeah. that's what is whatever it is. So, like, it has to be a gene journey, and I don't think we really get that. And then we mm. don't really get what her relationship is with Scott. No, that's definitely not played. I mean, and I, I guess I assume that, every, like I said before, I assume that when these people are doing these movies, they are just making blanket assumptions that everyone knows the story. But yeah, but even in even going, but you, but you like, need to reinforce it in the film right i mean in the movies the idea is gene is kind of divided she's a bit of a wild card yeah but she's also wants to do good so she's in love with scott and yeah. she, you know his uptight goodness in yeah. the in the old you know famke jansen yeah you know uh and then but wolverine's there too and he appeals to her wild side okay and so they're both they both these guys are representative of two parts of the phoenix mm. though or two parts of gene in this she's just got scott mm-hmm. and Wolverine's missing and Wolverine's missing. Like the other, the other person she should have talked to, mm-hmm. not Magneto, yeah. you know, Mystique. Mystique was someone who was on the other side before. Maybe mm-hmm, something there, you know, if nothing else, like talk to her earlier on, like really get a conversation so that when you do kill her later, yeah. it matters and we have some impact and, mm. and what have you. You do have someone there that was on Magneto's side. Yeah. And then you would also like, you know, make it make, uh, make a bigger deal when Magneto's upset about this instead of just going, hey, remember in previous movies they were friends? You know, it's just like, no, show me. As you say, you can't yeah. just assume people have watched every other movie. No. Because even the movies don't make sense next to each other. None of the movies make sense. They counteract each other yeah. and they're all over the yeah. freaking place and they're yeah. a big mess. And I don't, 
like I said before, I, I don't mind that. I kind of, I kind of like where DC sure. sort of going, or not DC, where, 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 I kind of like where when the films are do, just let someone just here you go, just do do whatever you want. Like, don't worry about all the rest of the stuff. Just have some fun with these characters and and you know and make a movie, make a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, obviously, like I say, I did enjoy this film. I do think there are are issues with it. It's not like my favorite movie of all time. I just went to see a I went to see a, a superhero action movie. And I thought the action was well done. I thought the the action the I enjoyed the the house the attack on the house sequence. Sure, I thought that was very well done. And the train sequence was great, just fantastic. And then uh, in the shuttle sequence as well. They spent a lot of time crossing that street, and <laughs> they sure did. But that was that was good. <laughs> I like I like the kind of chess element to it. Sure, because you had you had basically three opposing groups fighting each other. You had the you know Magneto squad with Beast yeah. who's Turn to turn because he wants he's mad at Gene for wants for to kill killing. uh kill yeah. kill Gene for uh for killing Mystique because yeah. we he loves her yeah. which we know because we've seen other movies and we haven't seen it in this movie yeah I know that's uh, show us gonna, in this movie I was gonna say that I was gonna because that was another thing I was gonna say was was Beast in love with with Mystique because I don't remember yeah that. a long okay. time ago okay if you remember uh X Men First Class you know eight years ago yes he mm. was okay okay <sighs> and. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of came out of nowhere for me as like, and apparently I have seen, I've seen first class. I just didn't remember that part of it. So I was like, oh, I didn't realize Beast was, uh, had a thing for, for Mystique. That's where I kept calling her Raven because they, they called her Raven. Sure. Had a thing for that character. And, and then, so I was watching that. And then of course, then there's Charles and Charles and Storm and, and Cyclops who have come and, and Nightcrawler. And I really like Nightcrawler who's, you go home. And he's like, no, I'm not going home. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help out too. What is this going home thing? Yeah. So I like that. That was good. That's nice. Yeah, that was good. And then he didn't get killed as well. That was also good. So I was like, oh, he came when he wasn't supposed to. Oh, that means he's gonna die. And then no, they didn't do that. So that's good. Because we've already killed one character and that's enough. Yeah, that's enough. Exactly. Even that was felt like too much. I know people were saying like, you know, she was sick of the character. And so, you know, you kill her for that. But it's like, it's the last of the It's the last one. Like, it doesn't matter. They don't don't have to be blue anymore. She probably was skipping away from the set. By the way, in the comics, if you want to, be uh go deep nerd um uh she can just move her organs around she's a shapeshifter you, it's, oh, you yeah. can't really stab her she yeah, just move yeah. her heart to the side and it'll be fine huh. yeah she's got some control over that business hmm. Hmm. and yeah i thought that that was i, was, I thought that was really good really well organized like well choreographed sequence um and same with the train sequence it was a very well filmed as well like just the action of that sequence was all, very coherent mm-hmm. it wasn't all quick cutty you know, he had lots of time to see what was happening. Isn't it, by the way, isn't it weird? Isn't it weird? Sorry, just quickly sure. going back to Mystique. Yeah. Her power is she can turn into anybody. Yeah. And then you've got the villains and their power is they can turn into anybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Sure. Right. It feels like there should be some mention of that, that like <laughs> they're like the second you, you know, you've killed someone who has the same yeah. powers as like, but they're, they're already, they're already dead by that. She's already dead by the time they discover who the, the, yeah, aliens are. It's right. just odd that, like, it you is know, strange. you know, it's just hitting the same beat. You know, like they should have absorbed her powers or something. Like something, some like their deal is they can they can absorb things. So maybe then they can absorb the Phoenix Force because they're absorbers. Maybe that's mm. their whole deal. Mm. And they see Mystique, 
and somehow they are able to absorb her ability to shapeshift into people. Yeah. And like, oh, great. And now they can shapeshift into people and they're able to do it. Just tie it all over. Okay, back to the train. <laughs> I know, I don't. I, I the just, train is nice because it gives you a physical limitation. Yeah. You, you get a sense of speed, you get a sense of space. And danger. There's and some, danger. Some risk and here. trains have done well with the X Men before. Wolverine's uh, scene with fighting on a bullet train is good. Trains are good. Oh, yeah, in the, in the Wolverine. That's right. That was yeah. a good sequence. Though, by the way. Unfortunately, there was the end of the movie. Yeah, I mean. Uh, Not Cap- that the movie ended, but just the last, the final yeah, sequence oh. of that. That's so good. <laughs> Captain Marvel, you know, has a train sequence as well with a subway. It just seems like people like Cap- trains. Cap- oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that's okay. There's trains. Uh, Black mm-hmm. Panther. Well, Spider Man. Spider Man in the subway is Spider Man Two is probably the. That's think, right. The best. More trains. Uh, yeah, that's a. Great they like sequence. trains. People people uh, wrote these in New York City when they wrote the comics. <laughs> so you're going right. to get subways. You're going to get trains. You're going to get all this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, the fight the fight there on the train is all fine. It's it's weird to me that you know you had these characters who like in the comic. Um, uh, Gene kind of gets confused because there's a character called Mastermind who uh, can create illusions mm. and uh, gets her to join the Hellfire Club, which is this uh, group of lingerie, they, lingerie club. Yeah, basically. well, in in the in this this series of movies, yes, but they're mutants and they're but in the comics uh, as well. Fancy, yeah, that's true. But they the, in X Men First Class, they also went to the Hellfire Club. Okay. Um, we but, got to see go, who is it? January Jones, who played uh, Miss Emma Frost. In that that's film. correct. Yeah, that was that was good. And then you've got. I was all for that, everyone. Yeah. So you got the aliens. They're like, you've got to meet us here in New York at this uh, building. Ah, yeah. all right. And then when they take her inside the building, you're like, oh, this must be the Hellfire Club. Nope, just a building. Okay. <laughs> now what are you going to do? I'm going to show you the origins of the Phoenix because we're going to take you into this room. Oh, why? Because yeah. I can show you it. Well, you could show it to her anywhere. Yeah. You could show it to her in a phone booth. Why'd you make her come to this? Why do you all rent? Do you rent this? You just came to Earth. Did you just kill a bunch of people in this building? Yes, they did. Take it over. They could, yeah. It's just a weird thing. It's it, more like a, it's not really a building. It's um, what do you call those things? There's a name for them. Okay. They're, it's like a, a house. Like Fine, it's, it's like a, a house. house. Great. That's great. So what the? But you know hell? what I mean, right? Those yeah. Kind they of just houses. moved to. They just came to Earth. What are those houses called? Why are they inviting her there? Like, why? Why not the house that they killed everybody in over there in the woods? Like, well, she's already. She's left, left that area. Okay, fine. Anywhere. But it just seems weird that they've like moved in to a place. There's no reason these aliens would move into a place in New York. Like, why? Why are they there? I think they just, I think it was like, it seemed empty. It didn't have any furniture in it or anything, right? So they just were like, they're just using it. It was empty and just the aliens moved in. Well, one of them turned into a realtor. Okay, fine. That's great. (laughs) I it just was know. a weird thing. What if became an FBI? It, it felt, like, it felt like the kind of thing where, like, if you had if you had the deal of like we have been on Earth for millennia and we have uh, you know been in New York for years, we yeah. waiting for the thing. No, you just crashed a couple of days ago, yeah, and now you've got real estate, mm-hmm. you know, in a very you know uh, dense market. And I'm surprised you were able to get this, but okay, fair enough. It would be better if it made the movie made it clear that they have the they have the memory and knowledge of the people they 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 uh, take over. Mm-hmm. That would be a good little thing to put into the film. I mean, these might have been in the movie, but were cut out for time or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not here. I'm not here to. I'm not here to defend uh, Dark Phoenix. I'm just, I'm just here to marry her. No, I just came. I just, I just enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed the thing, and I felt like, oh, and she didn't die at the end, so that's good. Right. Well, okay. Let's go into that. So the big final confrontation is between her and the aliens. By her the way, Jessica who, Chastain. Who cares about the aliens? They're nothing. They're just nothing. They're, 
You mean how do you mean they're nothing? They're nothing. Like they they're not interesting. They you know what is their? But thing? They're going to destroy the world. Oh, everyone is. Magneto, like everyone is. Apocalypse was. Everyone's going to destroy the world. Yeah. What's your angle, man? <laughs> well, it's like world destroying. That's our angle. I don't know if we gave you your business card. Yeah, but they're just, they're just aliens who are <laughs> wahaha evil mm-hmm. who are going to destroy the world. All right, but not not interesting. Like they don't think like we're like. What do they feel about Earth? Do they feel about anything? What's yeah. your deal? They're rather unexplored. You're, okay, you're but the one thing they know is. We want to absorb the Phoenix power. Yeah. That's our one thing. That's the only thing we want to do. Great. Yeah. So they try to absorb the Phoenix power. Uh-oh, it was too much power. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, then you're just dummies. Like, the only reason that they get defeated is they they underestimated the power. That's the one thing that they should know. So their yeah. whole plan, again, this is an Indiana Jones thing where it's like in Raiders of the Lost Ark, if he did nothing, all the same results would yeah. uh, would occur. Well, you she know. does boast to her, Jessica Chastain's alien character does boast to her fellow alien characters that she can easily take the power from, from because it's just a human that has control of the power. Right. So. It'd be easy for them to control it as well. She doesn't understand the power of no, she doesn't. But the Jean whole Grey. their whole plan is they've been searching for this phoenix. Yeah. So even if not they, for for the phoenix or for the this this uh pow, this this kind of power. Thing. Well, that is the phoenix. The phoenix is, is that the what they power. call it? Yeah, they call it the phoenix. Yeah, it's it's the the energy is the phoenix. Oh, okay, I didn't realize that. That's the whole thing. Like it can remake a world. It can yeah. remake a rebirth. So they've been searching for the phoenix. Yeah. They find the phoenix. But even if they had not seen Gene and they had just found the phoenix yeah. and and they had absorbed the phoenix, they wouldn't have been able to take the whole phoenix and they would have died. Yeah. So their whole plan is dumb. They yeah. don't get it. <laughs> like their whole thing is they underestimated the power of the phoenix. Okay. But what's what's that as a journey? Let's, what's let's, that as a twist? What's that as the, an angle? Let's give the movie a little bit of a pass in that okay. it had to like rewrite a major part of the film because of uh of once again someone not telling other people what other movies are doing. Right. So we so we set up though that Jean is more powerful than she imagined than than the alien thought. Yeah. But what does that mean? Like what does Jean do to earn that power or to show like is it because she wants to protect the earth or because she loves uh, the people around her because what gives her the strength is it just eh, she's just stronger. I think that's what it is I do think and I think they tried to show that in that the sequence. montage of like the Xavier. montage of, of, okay. of yeah where she realizes oh, I am loved I have a family I have this group of people who are in, are here putting themselves at risk okay. to try to help me just just you know beside despite what I've done okay you know and and I guess that's meaningful. Sure, that's you know? fine then. If that's what they're going with, I'm all, I'm all for that. That's fine. You know, and I I agree with you. I think this film, in some ways, it underplays some elements of its of its theme of its theme. I guess I could say, or of so there's p- places in the film where you know, for dum dums like me that don't know that Beast had the hots for Raven four films ago, uh, I don't, I didn't, I missed that part of it. <laughs> so I was a little confused of what his motivations were. I feel like I didn't mind. I didn't mind that Xavier does what he does. You know, he did it. He did it in the because he thought he was doing the right thing. Sure. And often he does the wrong things. And I think that's that's not a bad character thing that he's that he's that he doesn't quite understand how people or mutants like how relationships work. Isn't that you weird know? for a guy who can read minds? He doesn't get people. Yeah. That is literally something that should be mentioned is like for someone who can actually read <laughs> thoughts, how do you not understand yeah, humanity? Yeah. How do you keep getting fooled by Magneto mm-hmm. over and over again? But I think that his, I think that his mind, his ability to read minds has made him supercilious, has made him think 
himself as better than or higher than other people which is too bad which which like if he said like please explore that that yeah yeah if the if the idea was like why do you care so much about humans or whatever yeah yeah. because i can read their minds and i know that they're worth love yeah they they are to be valued and they are to be loved Mm -hmm. oh okay that's great you have this incredible empathy for those around you and that makes you want to do good yeah that's great your power how amazing it is makes you want to do good fantastic that's great I'm all for it. Fantastic. Unfortunately, in the future, you then like uh, lose your mind and start <laughs> want to kill people. Okay, which is too bad because. But know. it's not that he wants to. He just no. He, it's not want to. He just he loses. He's he is going through. I guess he has Alzheimer's in the film. Sure, he's got some sort of dementia. Yeah, or some something. sort of dementia, and he's cannot control his powers. Which you know, of course, it's sad, but. Life is sad. Right, I think it's okay if, to be if, have sad things in movies. Oh no, I have I no problem with if, that. If Grandpa's got dementia, yeah, take away his guns. And yeah. right now, unfortunately, when you're a mutant, you can't take you away can't. their guns. Yeah, you can't. And so he's going to start shooting some people at some point. But that's part of what the film is about. Is about Wolverine's love for Charles and his attempt to keep him controlled through medic by medicating him, right? To to the point of almost till he's no, nothing. He's just a person laying in a bed. He has no personality left. There's no Charles there. Yeah. In order to try to stop this, this from happening. You know, those are interesting things to explore. And I mean, and the, and the sad truth is that you're right, that he should just be put to death because he is an actual weapon that's, you know, that's can be controlled. So what can you do with that? I don't know. It feels to me that's, I think that's a, that's an interesting thing to, to think about, you know. That's the reality of yeah. having being a superpowered being is that at some point, unless you're Superman, you're going to age out. And the comics, of course, don't do this because comics don't explore these sort of things because comics are always about our youthful selves. But the idea of oh, there's a lot of aging out characters in con. They do yeah. that a lot as the comic writers get older. You get okay. You get old man Logan. You get old man Peter Quill. You get sure. old man. But old man mm-hmm. Logan, I, I have not read it, but I read. You like get the a, Dark Knight. Yeah, the Dark Knight's interesting. I read a summary of of Old Man Logan, and it just sounds like it just sounds like so crazy. It's gross. <laughs> it sounds kind of dumb. Like yeah. it doesn't. I, where I think the movie, people were like, "Oh, this is based on this graphic novel," it and I was not like, "At all." And then I watched the movie, and I was like, "I was like kind of curious." And someone at work was talking about it, and they were describing Old Man Logan, and I was like, "Okay, well, this sounds different." So I looked up on Wikipedia, or whatever, just to read the the yeah. plot summary. Here's the thing about Logan, uh, the movie, is like, this is a future where, get this, the uh, mutants don't have powers anymore. They yeah. Do not. Yeah. Oh, and what, what's it like in this world? Well, mutants don't have power, so it's uh, it's pretty terrible. And you look around and go like, wait a minute, this is our world. This is just <laughs> us. This, this is what this is. This is yeah. Wait, this yeah. isn't a dystopia at all. Yeah. It's fine, except for the one guy who's like killing people with his brain. Yeah. You know, aside from that, things look fine. Oh, Wolverine's going to a gas station. Oh, looks like a gas station. Everything's fine. There's snacks. There's a lot of someone's still manufacturing bags of little chips. Yeah. Those are, things aren't terrible right now. No. I didn't, I don't know what's no things are okay. Tr- those trucks are scary though on the highways. Yeah. Those driverless so. trucks. I didn't like that. Made me scared for the future. I don't <laughs> don't invent driverless trucks. Who is right there? Don't worry. Wolverine can always go back in time and fix things. Yeah. So yeah, it ends with uh you know uh her taking the villain up into space and. You know, killing her, and uh, then you know it looks like oh well, Jean's dead, and everyone's sad. Oh, yep, there Jean's we go. Not dead. So they call uh, they rename the school the Jean Grey School, which sure. they did in the comic for a while okay. as well, which okay. is nice. And uh, Xavier and uh, Magneto play chess. 
uh, in <laughs> what Paris. Do you, what do you have against chess? Here's what yeah. I have against that. It's like every every one of these things that they do, I just go, oh, I remember that from this other movie. Oh, I remember okay. that from this other movie. Yeah, I remember yeah. that from this other movie. And this one, I just expected them to look over and see uh, Bruce Wayne and Catwoman. I knew you were going to uh, say that. You know, just like uh, there. Yeah. And uh, then you look over a little bit to the left and there's David Lynch. And he's just having a little uh, drink. <laughs> David Lynch uh, lives with, in Paris? Uh, Monica, what's her name? Oh, Monica uh, Bellucci. Bellucci, yeah, that's right. Monica Bellucci, they're over yeah, there, right. and, I forgot and about then that scene. Uh, and then Leonardo DiCaprio walks by with yeah. Ellen Page, yeah, and they do some stuff. Yeah, I was like, okay, fine. They're in Paris, and then Those are and then all you look different up, movies. You look up and you see, uh, there. Wait, wait. The Phoenix is in the sky. She's uh, probably probably okay. Where is the Phoenix in the sky? In the movie? Yeah. Like I, what, it looks up from the camp? yeah. Go up in the sky, and the Phoenix is there. Oh, I didn't even see that. No, yeah, she's I, fine. Why up. did you think that she survived then? You said it was nice they didn't kill her. Oh, just because, you know, they don't show her dead. Oh, her yeah, body, yeah, no, so no, no, she's fine. She's there's, fine. there's a phoenix in the sky. You're all right. Oh, okay. Everything's fine. Oh, that's good. That's she's good. All, she's all, that's, she's, that's a happy ending. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Here's the other weird thing is like, because she's in um, Game of Thrones. Uh, the oh, the actresses? Is that yeah. why, that's why she's in these. I, I never know why actress, actors or actresses are in movies nowadays. Right. But then people tell me, oh, they're in Game of Thrones. I'm like, ah, that's why they're in the movie. Yeah. But they're not a very good, they're not a very good actor Sophie, or actress. Sophie they're okay. Turner, yeah. But here's the, here's the thing, like, again, a little bit of Game of Thrones spoilers is also the story of a woman who, uh, mm. you know, right. uh, gets power, gets sure. too much power, is goes this, crazy. Is this her character in the, she plays the same character in nope, the... No, diff- it's a different woman. Oh, okay. Uh, but the woman gets gets too much power and goes crazy and then has to be killed. And it's just like, is this, hey, sci-fi <laughs> and fantasy, yeah. pick a different friggin' plot. Like, yeah. th- enough of that. Enough of that. How about... How about a guy that, gets too much power Yeah, that's crazy. the thing. It's like, at I least... they've done that Let too. me say this about Captain Marvel. Yeah. It's about a woman who's told, you got to control your emotions. You got to keep your own emotions in control. Uh, you're not as powerful as, as you think you are. Hey, keep it down. You're not... And then she gets power. Oh, wait. But she gets more power. Oh, but wait. She gets more power. Yeah. And then what happens? Things work out fine. She uses her powers for good. She can handle them. Yeah. Things are all right. And then she's fine. And then she decides to use her powers to help people and not kill everybody. Yeah. The end. That is How good. How about that for a freaking plot? That is good. But it's also kind of boring, though. Like, the end of that movie is so boring because she's so powerful that she's just smashing through spaceships and you're kind of like, well... I guess. Well, if, I guess if, this is the end of the if, movie. I, if you want, nothing. If, if you want, con- if you want conflict, it depends whether you want like fan- the fantasy fulfillment of like, oh, I wish I had those powers. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, I'd be for that. Like, I'd be curious seeing like if you're if you're like a kid and you watch that movie mm. and you grow up with these movies. Like, yeah, which is the which are the movies that you're going to remember and go like, oh man, did I want to be her or yeah. did you want to be uh iron man and iron man 3 going through his ptsd and dealing <laughs> with uh dealing with his issues but that's the best iron man movie that's like it's a very good iron man movie but if you're if you're like a kid growing up yeah seeing these movies what's your what's what's the sure. one that you want to be but i think you could have different takes on they don't have to, every movie doesn't have to be for a little kid to grow up to no i know but some of them you should know. be Wish fulfillment of, I wish I had those powers and not, ugh, what a pain in the ass it would be to have those powers. Like it is in every X-Men movie. When you see see Wolverine, you know, it's like, what what do you do? Well, I pop these claws. Oh, and how is that? Oh, it hurts like hell. Like it hurts every time. It really hurts to do this. In the movies it does? Yeah. That was a big thing in like X-Men 1. Does it hurt? Every time. Oh, yeah, it hurts him. And and his power is, uh, I can get really badly hurt and it really hurts me, but then I heal, which also hurts me when I heal, (laughs) but also when I use my powers anyway, it's really painful. And trust me, you wouldn't want to be me because it's a, it's awful. Yeah. Oh. 
Yay! <laughs> That's fun. Okay, great. That does seem Thanks, a bit of a downer. Thanks, Wolverine. All right. <laughs> that does seem a bit of a downer. Yeah. But I don't know. It is. It's a balance. It should be, yeah. There should I be mean, a balance. Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man also has problems. But that's the thing, Spider Man. He has can't a, pay his rent. Spider Man has the perfect balance because he's got problems. Yeah. So it's like it's a soap opera. He has troubles. Yeah. But when he's Spider Man, we and don't he, run. And he jumps out. There you go. When he jumps out a window and yeah. he goes swinging around town. Yeah. He's having a great time. Sure. So you want to be that, but you but you balance it out. You're not mm. Batman going. Oh, I hurt my knee. I gotta quit because oh, my knee hurts. I don't like it. I'm not. Oh, ow! It hurts to be Batman. I don't like it. Like enough. That is the that is the worst movie yeah. of of that series. That's for sure. Right. So, uh, anything else about uh, about uh, this one? You enjoyed it. You would say yeah. go see it. I'd say uh, if you're if you're on the fence, if you enjoy if you enjoy the other X Men movies, then you will enjoy this one more than Apocalypse. If you like blue people. If you enjoy blue people, it has one less blue person than in X Men Apocalypse because he was blue as well. Was he blue as well? Yeah. But he's not good. Yeah, he should be. Red. In that film, let's just say they really blew it. They really blew it, and yeah, I mean, would one green character kill you? Maybe, maybe I shouldn't say anything because maybe one green character. Maybe you should um, go in with the expectations I had, which were very, very low. Everyone so low. There was nowhere else for them to go but up, and they did go up. Who's the character that turns into a blueberry, uh, giant blueberry shape in uh, Willy Wonka? Augustus Gloop. Nope. Augustus Gloop gets uh, caught in the tube. Oh. Is it Mike, a, Mike TV? No, Mike TV. Who is it? Oh, Han? he gets shrunk down. Violet. Oh, that Violet, makes Bo- Violet Beauregard. That's right, because she's Violet, and she turns into... You're turning yes. Violet, Violet, of course. That's right. Yeah, she could have joined the X-Men. <laughs> She would have yeah. been like juicy or something like, you know, she would have wore, she just had to get those pants to sure. say juicy on them. Sure. And then she's like rolling around and she's blue. Like yeah. if you're blue, yeah. you can join the X-Men. In fact. Her character X- name? Yeah. Ultraviolet. Oh, I like it. Fantastic. What they should have done <laughs> is they should have like X-Men team blue and it's yeah. just the blue X-Men. <laughs> okay. And they just go, they go off and they do. Uh, so Nightcrawler. Yeah. Uh, Mystique. Mystique. Uh, Beast. Beast, of course. Yeah. And Violet Beauregard. Violet Beauregard are ultra, and, 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 ultraviolet. you know, if, if necessary, you yeah. can uh, bring in Apocalypse again. Sure. He can also join the team. Yeah. He can have a change of heart. They had a thing in the comic where he came back as a little kid and they had to decide whether to kill him or not. It was the old, uh, do you kill baby Hitler? And they decided not to kill uh, little Apocalypse. And, uh, well, because, yeah, because your future isn't written, uh, isn't pre-written for you. So sure. a change in your upbringing... A change in life circumstances could result in a in a completely different outcome. Exactly. And yes. And can you forgive Jean Grey? They do forgive Jean Grey for what happens in in the film. Yep. I was just looking and seeing how many other blue X Men there are. <laughs> right. it, it doesn't really matter. It does not matter. I don't know if that helps fans play. I don't think okay. it does. By the way, in the comic, here's some here's some things in the comic. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mystique is the mother of uh, Nightcrawler. In the comic oh, book. Oh, did she happen in the past or something like that? What's that? Like, isn't, aren't they the same age? Um, okay. Well, no, actually, he's, he's suitable. He's, he's quite young because, like, okay. she was in the 60s. Okay. And I'm trying to think when Nightcrawler shows up. I think Nightcrawler shows up in the 80s. Okay. So, you know, she could be, she could be his oh, mom. Sure. Who knows? But she is, uh, her, her, uh, the father is Azrael, who is in X-Men First Class. He is the red demon that looks just like, oh, I see. Uh, I see. Nightcrawler. But again, they've done nothing with that. The <laughs> other person who she raises is, yeah. uh, in the comics is Rogue. I and see. And Rogue's power is to absorb other absor- powers. Absorb other powers or absorb people into nothingness. 
she can absorb them until they're dead. Basically, yeah. she takes their memories and she takes their she takes their abilities. Does she do that intentionally, or does she do that? Uh, she can do it intentionally, and uh, but she doesn't like her power. Again, okay. being a powers are a pain in the ass in the X Men yeah, yeah, world. Yeah, you know, you're Cyclops, and you don't want to have your powers because you're shooting <laughs> things out of your eyeballs, and yeah, it's yeah. all just awful, and you don't want to be that. Um, well, the mutants. I mean, many many Marvel superhero characters are. Of the two-edged sword variety. And I think that's something that Stanley wanted to bring to the characters is the idea of that it's not a bed of roses, you know, because Superman and the Batman stories of that time period were very lighthearted and a lot of sure. silly fun. And his idea was that we should make these still have silly fun, but also slightly serious. Yeah. And the, the idea that, of uh, prejudice kind of came in later on with sure. the X-Men. That yeah, was, that I don't was, think you can see that in the early ones, but no. I do think you see that it's kind of awkward being them. No, I like fun. You can't be a fun. You can't have fun as a teenager when you shoot beams out of your eyes. I think in the book Son of Origins, um, that Stanley wrote that had like different origins of Marvel comics and the okay. first issue in there. Yeah. He was talking about, uh, how he came up with the X-Men and it was because he was sick of, uh, writing superhero origin stories. Okay. Because it'd be like, oh, how does the Hulk get his powers? Well, he's radiation and this. Yeah, and like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And so he came up with the idea of like, they're born with them. <laughs> what if a bunch of them are just born with them? And it's just, it, that's it. They it, just, they get them. The end. Yeah. They're just born with them. Okay. That's so cute. you don't have to write the origin and like everyone's origin is the same of just like, yeah, I was born with it. There you go. I like it. Yep. I like it. And the funny thing about, uh, funny thing. Is it not that funny, Ian? But like, I'm, uh, not, I'm expecting some hilarity here. So you're going to hear a big belly laugh from me. Back in the, everyone. back in the oldie days when yeah. Marvel was going through financial troubles and looking like, well, they did declare bankruptcy. Um, they sold the rights to the X-Men and Spider-Man and a couple of their other characters. Mm-hmm. Um, because they were the most popular characters that yeah. they had. Yeah. And so it was like, oh, this is, there you go. And, uh, and then the, the MCU, the other, kind of marvel universe with iron man and thor these were the c-listers they also ran yeah these the the d-listers like yeah "Eh, take them no one one wants to buy these guys who cares they almost gave them away for free like with these guys and they went nah i don't want them uh so it's fine and then yeah that became because because they weren't so precious with them yeah uh they could do more with them and Mm. have more fun with them and then you you ended up getting characters like ant-man for crying out loud and guardians of the galaxy yeah you know with a damn talking raccoon (laughs) and it's like all these ideas that no way should work um he doesn't think he's a raccoon but he's probably a raccoon um (laughs) and they they made it all they made it all work so it was like this was the thing that shouldn't have worked and then x-men they just keep trying to fix it and refix it. And occasionally they get a good one. Yeah. You know, I mean, X-Men, X-Men 2 had some good stuff. Uh, X-Men First Class I thought was okay. Uh, the, the Deadpool movies are fun. Yeah. But, uh, they sure do have a bit of a rough time, uh, with the X-Men <laughs> with like what was the most popular book that was out there back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the well, never miss sure thing. Here we go. Yeah. And who has it? 20th Century Fox? Is that who owns uh, X-Men? I believe so. I think so. that's who came up first. Now Disney owns it all, so they own it all. It is, do they own it or do they mm-hmm. co-own it? Because well, you still see Sony and you still see 20th Century Fox's uh, With uh, Spider-Man, things. it's a bit of a different deal, I think. Mm. I think that's a different deal. Because 20th Century Fox logo came up uh, at the beginning of this movie. Okay. I just know now they've got the rights they have to some more Fantastic control. Four back. They've yeah. got the well, rights to... 
this. So, you know, the whole thing is, you know, possibly they're going to relaunch the X-Men in the Marvel MCU universe. I don't know if that necessarily works because it's always weird that people would be fearing these powered people and have no problem with these powered people over there. It was weird in the comics how, oh, we hate the X-Men. We love the Fantastic Four. Well, why? What's the difference? (laughs) What is They're like uh, us. Yeah, they're like us. They got, they got turned into something. They weren't born that way. Yeah. I even have a bit of a problem in the X-Men, even though there's so much alien stuff in X-Men lore because it's just what interested them at the time. Yeah. And movies like Alien were so popular that they did like runs with the brood or basically aliens. Um, and Close Encounters was popular. So you had space. Um, and Star Wars, of course. But, but it feels weird. It takes away from the uniqueness of what the X-Men are to now there's aliens. Yeah. Okay. Well, then. But the aliens have the same powers as some of the mutants. Yeah. That's just, that's weird to me. That doesn't really work story-wise. Yeah. It's like, oh, are you connected in any way with the aliens? Did the aliens kind of create mutants? Is that why they're similar? No, it's just they're aliens and they're there. Okay, this just feels lazy. It's like the one thing that makes you unique should not be duplicated you know, somewhere else and then not even referred to. Yeah. You know, if the whole thing is like, we all have unicorn horns. Oh, here comes aliens. They've got unicorn horns. Mm, Yeah. Oh, are they connected in any way? Eh. What do you mean? Eh. Like you should bring it up. No. Eh, I don't know if aliens necessarily really work in the, in the X-Men world, even though they, they've used them so much. If they're going to reboot the X-Men, I'd just like to give one little uh, casting tip for Wolverine. All right. I'm thinking Jack Black. That guy looks great with sideburns. There you go. I don't know how tall he is. Make him short again. Yeah, he doesn't have to be tall. Yeah. Well, he's not tall in the in the comic. No, that's, that's the whole right. thing. He's a he's a scrappy little guy yeah. that you don't expect to uh, do well. Sure. And then uh, he fools you. He's the guy with knife hands, and he's going to mess you up. <laughs> there you go. Um, but that is so. Yeah. My my Dave says go see it. Uh, I say, eh, if you want to go ahead. I, I mean, I didn't mind it. I, I like these, I like the characters. Did you, did you say to the end? You did say to the end. You, you say, and you paid attention to the end where, where I think I was looking at Lisa, I guess. At the end of the yeah. Film. I still think, uh, <laughs> the, the most misused character in the whole thing, uh, the whole series, start to finish, all 12 movies, Storm. Never mm. knew what to do with Storm. Yeah, they don't really know. No idea. She's an yeah. interesting character in the comic. She was a thief. She grew up in Africa. Uh, she, uh, she was a thief before she got her powers. When she got her powers, she was worshipped as a goddess for a period of time. Okay. Then Xavier came and told her she wasn't a goddess, which is really interesting when you're told you're not a goddess. Um, and then she goes to New York. She had to adjust to living in New York. Yeah. And, uh, became a superhero, lost her powers, ended up leading the X-Men. She's just got this really interesting journey. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's so exotic and interesting. And it, like later on married Black Panther. Uh, just so much stuff. And in this, eh, they never do anything with her and don't know what to do with her. No. And I understand you're limited by Halle Berry, uh, in the early ones. I'm sorry. I'm not a Halle Berry fan, but you know, you've had a character who is Ever a villain. Since Jinx, everyone. There you are. Uh, and, and Catwoman, let, n- never forget. Uh, you got a character <laughs> who was a villain, straight villain yeah. in the last movie. And in this one, she's a hero. And, uh, we don't really find out what or why or where or like what, what was her journey in that? Like what turned her? Storm was a villain in the last? Yeah. She was working with, uh, Apocalypse. Huh. Yeah. Uh, like I said, she was just part of the bad guys. It's been a while since And then she became part of the good guys. Okay. I understand she like kind of turned, but like, yeah. a little something why? maybe find out why what's, what's her deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, but just this, seems a little lazy, a little sloppy. Yep. Yeah, but if you're thinking of going to see this movie, her her uh, storm powers are really good in the fight sequence in the train at the end of the movie. Yes. And also in the fight sequence before the uh, before the house thing. 
the house. But please, what are those kind of houses called? Where they're in a row of houses in New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, right? I almost want to say brownstones. There you go. That's is what it is. A okay. brownstone. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Why well, I can't remember that, uh, I don't know. Who's also a uh, mutant who can turn stones brown. <laughs> dumbest, gross One power. of the dumbest jokes yep. Yep. I've ever done. Okay. Uh, was that one? I wrote for the Relevant Show. It's a CBC radio show. Okay. You can look this up if you want. I would occasionally do like a, an X-Men sketch on there. Like okay. I'd write an X-Men sketch. Yeah. There was a sketch about Jean Grey. And it was how in the old X-Men cartoon, by the way, that is basically what these are based on is the old X-Men cartoon because that is the nostalgia they're going for. People who watch the X-Men oh, okay. cartoon growing up. I never up. saw it. No, you didn't. It's not your era. But the people who they're going for, yeah. that is the era. Okay. And they would have all the character names off the top and like, Beast! Cyclops, you know, Wolverine, Jean Grey. And then it's like, what? Jean Grey? Yeah. What do you mean? She just has her name? So in my sketch, you know, uh, someone called her out on that. Like, why don't you have to have like a dumb superhero name? I'm yeah. called Nightcrawler for crying out loud. That's a gross <laughs> thing. Yeah. And she goes like, no, no, that's my superhero name. That's what I do. I, my superpower, I, I'm telekinetic. I can read minds, but my main power is I can turn your blue jeans gray. <laughs> And then Wolver, uh, Magneto attacks and she turns his pants gray and it really distracts him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's her, that's her so one it ability. Takes. It just doesn't come up that often, sure. but that's her main power wow. is turning jeans gray. Huh. Yeah. So uh, that's my dumb little sketch and you can listen to that <laughs> online if you, uh, right. if you uh, look it up. Irrelevant show, Jean Gray. Or just look, Irrelevant show, Wolverine, Irrelevant show, uh, Magneto, you'll, you will get a sketch that I wrote probably. Huh. Huh. Anyway. Um, if you, uh, if you want to comment on, uh, what we've, uh, said and disagree with us and, and Lord knows you should, we, uh, we can't both be right and probably are both wrong. Um, the way so, to do so middle ground is go to our sneaky dragon, uh, pages and sites. And here's what they are. Sneakydragon.com is our main website. And underneath every episode of the show, we have a little message board there and we'd love to hear from you and, uh, hear what you have to say. If you feel like using email and why not? Uh, go to SneakyD at SneakyDragon.com, SneakyD at SneakyDragon.com. We're also on Twitter, Sneaky underscore Dragon. We are on Tumblr, uh, SneakyDragon.tumblr.com, and we're on Facebook, Sneaky Dragon. There you are. Yeah, this this doesn't have its own uh, Facebook page yet. Maybe it will one day. And if you this want to listen to other shows that we have done, let me tell you what we got going on. First of all, obviously, Sneaky Dragon. We don't need to talk more about that. Done and done. Currently, Dave is doing a new series called Sneaky Dragon Listening Party. What is that, my friend? Sneaky Dragon Listening Party is a podcast where I go through uh, mixtapes that I made for Sneaky Dragon listeners mm-hmm. and with my daughter. And we talk about the songs. We listen to the songs. We talk about them. And we talk, talk about history and our just uh, the, sort of the, 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 what do you call it? The, the art of making the mixtape, I Sounds guess I would good. say. And it's a father-daughter podcast. It's a father-daughter how many podcast. of those yes. are there? And Mary's really funny, and we have a lot of fun. Good. It's good. I, I agree. Uh, past podcasts. So those are, that's what we got going on right now. We got this one. We got uh, Sneaky Dragon and Sneaky Dragon Listening Party. If you want to listen to Isn't us. Isn't that enough? Uh, it would be enough, but we've got more in the back catalog, and here's what, what? they are. Again, you go to Sneaky Dragon, you can look these up, or they're also on uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we did one about the Beatles, where we went through every Beatles song, and that was called Completely Beatles. And we went album by album uh, every episode. Deep dive on that one, holy moly. Uh, we also uh, did the same treatment for Tintin and Totally Tintin. Uh, went through every one of the uh, books, and uh, and Dave kind of filled us in on the history of Hergé and what was 
was going on at the time. And if that wasn't enough, and Lord knows it was, uh, we did uh, for the Marx Brothers as well, went through every one of their movies on uh, Full Marx. So that's what you got if you're like, uh, I want to listen to more of these guys yapping. There. Go check those out. Those are all still available and uh, yep. all still commentable on. Able. It's occasionally sometimes interesting when someone comments on something from years ago and we go, yeah. what? Yeah. I don't remember doing that. Oh, apparently, uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently did. we did. Yeah. Yeah. I do enjoy that too. So uh, we uh, hope to uh, hear from you. If you've got a movie you want to suggest that we uh, watch – uh, that maybe isn't a superhero movie. I don't know. I'm still, I like superhero movies. We're going to see the Spider-Man one. Uh, For in the future, sure. I'm sure. But, uh, July yeah, 5th. Everyone. Something, something that, uh, you know, you, uh, think we should, uh, give a look at and do, uh, do a dive on. Uh, please, uh, let us know at any of the aforementioned addresses. And yes. Is there anything else you want to say, my friend, before we wrap things up? No, I'm, I'm good. And remember, Charles Xavier was wrong. <laughs> That's true. Space missions now.